Hello, and welcome to the Badass Business Squad podcast, where I help entrepreneurs like you feel lit up in their businesses by connecting them with the best community, education, and business strategy. I'm your host, Katrina Widener. Tune in each week for bite-sized episodes where I'll share implementable advice, interview guest experts, and highlight key takeaways from real hot seat meetings inside the Badass Business Squad group coaching program. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Baddest Business Squad podcast. It is your host, Katrina Widener. I am very excited because today I'm here with Renee Sager, and we are going to be diving into a lot of that self-doubt, mindset, overwhelm type of everyday things that happen when you're an entrepreneur. So thank you so much, Renee, for being here. Yeah, thank you. I'm excited to chat with you. Yes. So, okay. Before we dive into today's topic, I was hoping that you wouldn't mind kicking us off with just a little introduction of who you are and what your business is. Yeah. I'm a ballsy life strategist and confidence coach for entrepreneurs that want to stop people pleasing and overthinking and start going balls out on the life that they love. I'm really kind of stoked on this demographic of women because it's this individual that feels almost kind of blocked. It's like a glass wall. And it's like, like, I just want to get past this. I just want to show up more. I just want to not care so damn much about what everyone thinks. But they kind of like bump up against that wall and revert back to their old ways. So we get to kind of completely demolish that and recreate how they want to be showing up and ultimately how they want to be running their business. That's a great way to describe it. I could even imagine myself at times like that glass wall for me, right? I feel like everyone knows exactly what you're talking about, Mm -hmm. where there's these things that I want to do or this way that I want to show up for myself. And yet it's almost like, look, just walks right into that wall again. Yep. Because I'm like just imagining, boom, like walking straight into that. But I can definitely see how it affects people. And I see it all the time with my clients. So it makes so much sense to focus in on that. Mm Mm-hmm. So when it comes to like helping women reshape their relationship really to themselves Mm -hmm. and reimagine that glass wall and kind of break through that, where do you start with your clients? Like what is like the first thing that you get started with? Well, usually so much comes out in our just initial consultation or just our first call in working together because even if someone comes to me and they're like, I just, I don't even know. I don't even know what I want. And then we kind of talk through it a little bit. It always ends up coming out or at least kind of like this stepping stone in the direction that they want to be going. It's not an overnight kind of shift thing, right? So we get that first stepping stone and then we just kind of build off of it. And what I find almost always happens is it's like a snowball going downhill. Like maybe the first couple times you're like, I don't know, is this right? Does this work? I'm not sure. But then you really start kind of coming into yourself and you're like, oh, hell yeah. And it's like just momentum, momentum, momentum. And you finally kind of drop all that just dead weight that you've been carrying and you step into your own. And you're like, I can't believe I used to think that way. I can't believe I used to not do these things, right? Because it's not to undermine what people are feeling, but like it's made up. It's in our brains. (laughs) And this is always with women that are like way 
more qualified than they need to be. So incredible, so talented. Like some of my clients, I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe you want to work with me because they're so cool. But in their brains, they're like, I don't know. Do I belong here? Or is anyone going to want this? What if they don't like me? What are they going to think? So it's, you know, as we kind of find that first stepping stone, we start building off that. And then they really get clear on exactly who they are and how they want to be showing up for themselves. Or something that I always say is unpucker your pooper because they just (laughs) relax a little bit more. They're often Mm -hmm. real controlly like, okay, it has to be this way. It has to be this way. Ah!" And so it's just, oh, I get to enjoy the ride and hit off these goals and it doesn't have to be perfect. Let's roll. And it's just so much more fun. Everything that you're talking about are things that I'm just like, yes, 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 yes. Because this is what (laughs) I love to talk about and I've talked about for years is this idea of like entrepreneurship can feel fun. It doesn't have to be this struggle. It doesn't have to be this hustle. And when we can really like figure out what is going on in our heads, that's really like the self-sabotage. Mindset is 80% of success, if not mm-hmm. more, honestly, mm-hmm. because what's actually getting us in the way of being successful is not I need to learn that new tactic or I need to like figure out this new strategy. Yeah. It's all what's happening in your mind and how you're holding yourself back. And I talk a lot about community and the power of community and the power of feeling like you belong. So I really love that you mentioned that as well. Just this idea of like, do I belong here? Like comparing yourself to other people, because I feel like that's oftentimes what actually holds us back more than anything else. Really the noise in our heads, which I know you and I were talking about before we started recording too, of just this like overwhelm and noise and so many sources and all of these people having opinions instead of just trusting yourself. So I was wondering if you wouldn't mind kind of speaking to that a little bit as well. Yes. And I love that you brought up community too, because I have a Baldy Broads group and we talked about this on our call yesterday because all the women in this group, they're already entrepreneurs or they're making a shift from corporate to entrepreneurship, or they're just like incredible. All of them, every time I run a group, someone will say, wow, I can't believe she's in this group. She seems so put together. Like she seems like everything's just going well. And it's like, yeah, she still has a pulse. Like she's still a human being. We can sit and doubt ourselves and stay in that trench for literally our entire lives. Or we make a very conscious effort to step out. So that is a thing that I often, you know, suggest to clients is that sometimes I think we think it's supposed to be really easy. Like it should just naturally happen and we should just flow into this state of just not caring. And it's like, no, you got to decide on that shit every single day in the beginning. You have to kind of recommit to that every single day. And then yes, eventually it becomes your new normal. You create a new baseline for yourself. And to start getting there, we have to stop crowdsourcing all of our answers. And listen, this is hard. I was even thinking this morning in the shower how over the last several years that I've been in business, how many coaches and entrepreneurs I used to follow because I really felt like I needed it. It was like my life jacket. Like, okay, what is she doing? Okay, she's running a group like that. This is how much she's charging. Okay, oh my gosh, her template looks so good. I should do that. And how it's shifted dramatically to now. I was like, oh my gosh, I don't follow her at all anymore. And I used to be obsessed over her content. But when we do that, We're essentially telling ourselves, hey, your ideas suck. Whatever you want to do isn't going to be good enough. It's definitely not going to work. Let's go copy her. And listen, 90% of the time, 
her isn't actually as maybe successful as you think she is. She's just She's just doing it. She's just showing up. But we paint these stories in our head. And so the more that you can kind of constrain to like a couple people, because I do that as well, it's good to get ideas and be inspired, but really try to bring it back to you and shut out a lot of that noise. Because this is something my boyfriend said to me. Well, he's now my fiance, which is fun. But he said this to me. Yeah. He said this to me a few (laughs) years ago when I was kind of going through my own shit. And he's like, Brene, Brene Brown already exists. We don't need another Brene Brown. She's here. She's crushing. Great. Love her. We don't need another Oprah Winfrey. It's like really starting to take your stake and do it your way because that's what makes people stand out. That's what makes a difference. I mean, I'm sure everyone can relate to where you scroll online and you're like, Jesus, I've seen this quote 48 times. Like who cares? Mm -hmm. You know, and it's all just this vanilla regurgitated blah. And we get rid of that by coming into our own. It is scary because every single person has a fear of rejection. That's the price you pay to get to where you want to go. Yes, 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 yes. Again, (laughs) I love that you also mentioned like coaching relationships or people that you're following on social media. Because as a coach, when I work with my clients, it's really about guiding them to make Mm -hmm. their own decisions to figure out what works for them. Having it be their flair, their personality or their take on whatever it is that they're doing. And how do we get it as aligned as possible with their natural selves? Mm -hmm. And I feel like so often in the entrepreneur industry, We're being taught to do it my way, do it my way, do it my way. Take my course and learn how I did this or work with me so you can get the same results that I did. Mm -hmm. And I almost feel like it feeds into this narrative of I need to look outside of myself for the answers. Mm -hmm. Whereas when you're in these true relationships, whether that's a coaching relationship or a network of people that are supporting you, ideally what you're looking for are people who are encouraging and emphasizing what makes you, you, as opposed to how you can operate like somebody else's. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad that you brought that up because I want also for everyone listening to take note of that and to ask yourselves, like, who are the people that I'm following so that I can, in a way, continue to tell myself that my ideas are wrong? Which also, if we just think about what that does to your mind over time, if you are consistently following people who you're like, I should do it their way, or you're working with people who are saying you should do it this way, or you're in community with people who are saying you should do it this way, that means you are regularly showing up in places and on a consistent basis telling your own brain that you are wrong Mm -hmm. and that you are doing things wrong. That's such a toxic place for our brains to stay in. I mean, it's an abusive relationship, right? With yourself. It breaks you down. Yeah, exactly. Yes, 100%. Oh my gosh. Okay, so for everyone who is just sitting here like, okay, guys, I hear you. You're making some points that maybe I didn't think of beforehand. Where would you recommend people get started breaking away from this or stepping into like their ballsy selves, right? Yeah, yeah. I love this. So it's going to be, it's going to be a little bit different for everyone, but I think most people, know when they feel most themselves. We all have different personalities, right? Like I was sitting on the couch last night. It was like nine o'clock and I was having a bowl of cereal because I was hungry before bed. And I was just thinking about like my personality at 9 p.m. with my partner, you know, watching TV versus my personality 
online, working with my clients, like in business mode. So I would encourage the listeners to find the time or the space in their day or their life where they really do tap in to that true, true self. So for me, I'll give you an example. It's after I have a cup of coffee or two, and then I go for a run. Doesn't have to be long because my brain is like all over the place. And so I do better when I'm moving, like more stuff comes into my mind. And that's when I get all these great ideas. And I'll sometimes even have an audio book on in the background. It doesn't matter because it gets just my brain going. But that's when I'm like, fuck yeah, this is the idea. This is what I want to do. This is what stokes my fire. This is what lights me up. And then run with that. Trust that. Do not think it to death. You will think and you will think and you will talk yourself out of every single incredible idea that you have ever had because that logical brain is going to be like, no, that's never going to work. No one's going to come. No one's going to want that. Who do you think you are? And it's like, you know what? You may be right. Let's find out. I mean, I feel that every time I make a launch, it's like, no one's going to come. No one's going to come. People always come. People always Mm -hmm. come. So I would say like kind of what we've already talked about, like really being particular about where your energy is going, you know, how many people you're following on social media, how many emails you're getting from other coaches or entrepreneurs telling you all this stuff, like just really make sure it's how you want to be spending your time and how you want to be consuming your information and unfollowing and unsubscribing from people doesn't mean you don't like them. (laughs) I love people that I unsubscribe from all of the time. And I do, I worry. I'm like, oh my gosh, is she going to know? Is she going to go in and look that I was an unsubscribe? And I'm like, she has to deal with that. I love her, but I just, it messes with my own brain. So like really constrain how much you're consuming from all of these other sources. And then two, figure out what it is that makes you feel most like you. For some people, it might be doing pottery. For some people, it might be working out. For other people, it might be nine o'clock at night when they're in bed and they're writing in their journal. For other people, it might be listening to a motivational TED talk. Like, I don't know. I don't care if you have to jump up and down on one foot and drink ice water naked. Like if that's what gets you there, do it. Do your own thing. Like find your own habits and ways and routines that really make things click for you. And then most importantly, go out and do it. I don't care how great your ideas are. I don't care how talented you are. I don't care how brilliant you are. If you don't get out there, nothing's going to happen. This is a huge differentiator between people that are making it and people that are hoping to one day make it is like, who's taking action? Anyone can post once a day on social media, twice a day. Who cares? Who's putting on like a good freebie? Who's giving out great content? Who's getting on people's podcasts? Who's showing up to events? Rubber meets the road here. Yes. Yes. It's so interesting because I think so often when we are sitting on like, say Instagram, right? Or sitting in our email inboxes and we're getting this stuff from people. I'm at the point now where I honestly am barely on my Instagram account anymore. I will go in every day. I will check. I might post I might say like, here's a new podcast episode for the week, or I might share some behind the scenes stuff. But the way that I used to sit on Instagram and be like, I'm going to get inspired. I'm going to look at these things. It doesn't feel inspiring anymore. It feels like noise. It feels like it's 
adding this like background static to my life as opposed to giving me any clarity or inspiration or things to respond to. And so I have just naturally chosen not to do that as much anymore. My email inbox, I think I'm subscribed to one other coach. That's it. And it's my coach, right? (laughs) It's like the person who I have paid to work with because I love working with her so much. And even then I will say, this is a helpful email. Going to save that, watch these videos or come to this event later. This one's not going to delete it, move on with my life. Having that ability to edit where we're taking in information is actually super powerful. Like you said, it is an abusive relationship that we're in with ourselves when we're constantly saying all this stuff to ourselves. I love that you were mentioning taking stock of like when we feel most like ourselves or when we like ourselves the most, but also paying attention to when we are letting that voice in our head be talking to us all the time and saying, how do I do less of this? Because if we're doing more of the one, maybe let's also say, is it when I'm on Instagram that I'm constantly hearing this voice in my head saying I should be doing better or I can't be doing it like she does it or this isn't going to be successful and editing those out as well because your brain is so important. Yeah. And you mentioned you used to also follow a lot and now you don't. And it brought something up to my mind. And then this comes back to self-trust too, really honoring the seasons that you're in, in your life, in your business, because you're going to go through, I guess I can maybe only speak for myself. I know that I go through six months to a year where I'm like, if I have to listen to one more self-help book, I'm going to run into oncoming traffic. Like I just can't. I'm so over it. And then other times where I'm like signing up for events, I'm binging on Mm -hmm. episodes. Other times I'm just going out in silence. Other times it's a Spotify playlist. And so it's really just, you know what? This is where I'm at. I'm at the place where I'm unsubscribing and unfollowing. I'm not on social media. It's not feeding me the way that it used to. And this is just where I'm at instead of, well, I should, why can't I? What's wrong with me? Is my inspiration gone? Am I not motivated anymore? Am I not dedicated anymore? It's like, oh my gosh, no, you're just, evolving as a person and a business owner. That's it. (laughs) Right. I get so, I don't know. It's like a visceral reaction for me too of the shoulds Mm -hmm. of like, oh, no, I don't. Don't should on yourself. And the thing that I always get stuck on is why as humans, actually, I know why, Mm -hmm. but why as humans do we really think that shoulds are going to get us this thing that feels terrible, this thing that like You get a bodily response when you're trying to force yourself to do something. Mm -hmm. And you're like, but that's the thing that's going to make this successful. (laughs) Yep. It's like we're just a bunch of masochists just running around. Yeah. I mean, a little too real, but yes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So for everyone who are listening and are like, this is so helpful. I agree with everything you guys are saying. I'm going to maybe start looking at these areas where I like myself, look at these areas where I don't like myself when I'm in them. Mm -hmm. What would you say would be like your last piece of advice for them as you're going through trying to figure this out? Keep this in mind. Well, you're going to doubt it. You're going to think it's a terrible idea. So keep that in mind that you're going to be like, this is not the <laughs> idea. Like, yes, that's coming. You're not going to be like completely 100% back in your idea the whole way through. You know, this is where I do think having, like you said, your business coach that you've paid, you love, you trust. I do think it is really helpful to have someone else 
on your side that gets you and can hold that vision because you will waver. You will freak out. You will think it's a bad idea. And we all need someone that kind of keeps our feet to the fire and is like, go do your thing. I'll be here when you're ready. This is a great idea. We're seeing this through. This is incredible. And like giving yourself that permission to be human, but also having someone like reel you back in when you kind of go through those spin outs. Yes. Yes. Having your personal hype person is what I like to call them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on. This has been absolutely amazing. Very last thing to end on is just where can people find you if they're interested in connecting after they listen? Yeah, I'm most active on Instagram at Renee Sager, or you can also find me on my website. I have my offers and more about me and how I work with clients on there, which is also ReneeSager.com. Perfect. Thank you so much for coming on. This has been a lot of fun. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If what you heard was impactful in any way, it would mean the world to me if you left a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. And if we aren't friends on Instagram yet, come join the party at katrina.widener or come visit the website at katrinawidener.com.